Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Hello, Pat! The Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order, champion of equal rights, valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice, who today joins Batman in an effort to find Candy Myers, his private detective friend, who disappeared when a series of practical jokes begun by Lois Lane and Perry White backfired. We'll join them in a moment. But first, here's Dan McCullough who wants to talk to you about something pleasant to look forward to. You know, gang, a lot of people think it's more fun to anticipate something, you know, to look forward to it, than it is to actually have it. But believe me, that's not true of this new second series of comic buttons you fellows and girls are all collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Of course, it is fun to look forward to Mom opening a new package of Pep and to wonder uh, to wondering which iconic button you'll find inside. But it's just as exciting when you get that smart-looking button. Maybe it'll be one from this brand-new second series that you need for your collection. Might be the Little King or Uncle Willie or Superman himself. Or maybe it'll be a duplicate that you can swap with one of your friends. That's even more fun, too. And you'll get a real kick out of pinning these brilliant colored buttons on your jacket or your dress or cap and wearing them for all the kids to see how many you've collected. You'll really feel like strutting around, believe me. And you know, the best part is, these nifty comic buttons are so easy to get. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. You just ask Mom to get you plenty of that sunny golden toasted cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Inside every package, there's a thrilling prize. That's P-E-P, Pep, the sunshine cereal, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. No, the adventures of Superman. Unknown to Clark Kent, who, as we know, is Superman, what began as an innocent April Fool's joke has developed into something far different. While Kent was turning the tables on Lois Lane, Perry White, and Jimmy Olsen, who started the joke, his friend Candy Myers, the private detective, waited in Kent's apartment with the $20,000 in cash which had been used in the hoax. When two masked men armed with revolvers entered the apartment, Candy thought they were involved in the prank. But when they snatched up the money and started to back out, the detective leaped at them. One of the masked men fired, and Candy sank to the floor where he lay motionless. As we continue now, almost an hour has gone by, and Kent, accompanied by Bruce Wayne, in reality the famous Batman, has just stepped out of the elevator and is walking down the hall to his apartment. Listen. Oh, I'd like to have been in that ship's cabin tonight, Clark. When White, Lois, and Jimmy walked in and found you waiting for them. <laughs> that was something to see, Bruce, I'll tell you. Their eyes almost popped out of their heads. But they were good sports about it. They admitted they had it coming to them, and we all took a vow to lay off practical jokes in the future. A good idea. Sometimes they go sour. Oh, sometimes. Too often. Well, here we are. Golly, poor Candy. He's been waiting all evening for me. Oh, waiting here? Uh-huh. Guarding the $20,000. Money, Bruce. Oh, thanks. Now well, we're back at last, Candy. Candy? Where is he? He probably got sleepy and took a nap in the bedroom. It's almost midnight. No, I'll wake him. No, don't bother. He's not in the bedroom. He is? No. Uh-uh. Oh, maybe he got tired waiting went home. That's funny. He promised to stay here till I got back. He wouldn't break his word. And, and where's the $20,000? Well, it must be here someplace. It isn't anywhere in this apartment. Well, how do you know? I... Oh, I always forget that X-ray vision of yours. 
Well, don't worry about it. Candy may have been called out in the case, and chances are he took the money with him because he didn't want to leave it unguarded. Oh, no, he would have left a note. Wait, Scott, look. What? Candy's gun and shoulder holster on the couch. He must have been lying down here. See how the couch is all wrinkled? Uh-huh. Well, he took the gun off to be more comfortable. Right. And he wouldn't have gone out on a case without it. Well, he'd go out for a cup of coffee without it, though, wouldn't he? What? Oh, you mean... Sure, he got hungry and went out for a bite. He'll be back soon. Oh, yeah, yes, I suppose that's there. Let's have a look out this window, huh? No, he isn't in the coffee shop downstairs. And he isn't in the drugstore at the corner. Well, maybe... And he isn't in the restaurant on Flower Street. Those are the only places to eat around here. Maybe he decided to walk for a few extra blocks. What? What's the matter with you, Clark? I didn't know you were such a worrier. I'm not ordinarily, but I don't like this. You couldn't make Candy walk an extra block. He started out as a police officer on a beat, and he says his feet still hurt from pounding the pavement. Well, not just the same. Excuse me, Sure. Hello. Is that you, Mr. Kent? Yes, who's that? Jackson from Candy Myers. Oh, yes, Jackson. Candy there, Mr. Kent? Why, no. I expected to find him here. Promised to wait till I got home, but evidently he left. That's funny. He told me he'd be at your place tonight. Uh Uh-huh. Something came up a little while ago, and we need him. Oh? I've been calling him for a half hour. Oh, I I just got in. Did you try his apartment? Yeah, but there's no answer. Listen, if he calls in, tell him to check with me right away, will you? I'm at the office. Yeah, sure. And if if you hear from him, have him call me. Okay. Good night, Mr. Kent. Good night, Jackson. Strange. What's strange? One of Candy's men is looking for him. Says he's been calling here for half an hour. So if Candy just went down for a cup of coffee, he should have been back by now. Look, Chum, Candy's a big boy and plenty tough. He can take care of himself. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Just that this isn't like him, but... Uh-oh, what's that? What gives now? Here. Take a look at this. What? What's under the chair? It's a cartridge chair. Right. Where did it come from? It wasn't here when I left the apartment earlier tonight. Oh, it's from a thirty-eight caliber revolver. And Candy's gun is a Colt forty-five. That means somebody else was here tonight. Someone who fired a gun. No, it is starting to look bad. That's what I've been trying to tell you. It looks like... Oh, 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 oh wait a minute. Yes? <laughs> I'm beginning to smell a rat. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. You bet you do. Another practical joke. Oh, you think Candy pulled this himself? Well, it could be. His man calling up just now was pretty suspicious. Why, of course it's a game. <laughs> and he had us going for a while, too. Hey, yeah, he sure did. I was just about to call Inspector... <laughs> what now? Just a minute. It isn't a gag. What do you mean? There's no bullet. No bullet? You mean... The... Of course. The bullet from this thirty-eight shell. Where is it? Oh, wait a minute. Relax, relax. It might have been a blank. Uh-uh. There would have been a mark on the shell if it was. And there is no mark. I looked. Well, maybe he shot it out the window. Come on. So, where are you going? Mr. Nielsen, the man in the next apartment, is just coming down the corridor with his dog. He's usually home all evening. Might have heard something. Oh, uh, Mr. Nielsen. Hello. Good evening, Mr. Kent. Good evening. I'm very glad to find you here. Well, I'm glad to find you. Listen, did you happen now, to... Let me finish, please. First well, of all, let me say that I have no objections to young men enjoying themselves if they maintain order and quiet, of course. Well, let's... Uh... But I have definite objections to drunken brawls going on within sight and hearing of my apartment. Drunken brawls? Well, please don't try to deny it, Mr. Kent. Well, I... I was disturbed by loud voices and fighting and came out of my apartment to make my objections to you not more than an hour ago. I saw one of your guests, obviously under the influence of alcohol, being... Helped, or I, I should say, carried from your apartment by two other young men. Uh oh. The young man. Yes. The one who was carried. What, what was he? Was he husky and, and, and light haired? Uh, yes, he was. And, and he was so intoxicated, his eyes were closed. I believe the term is out cold. Yes, sir. Uh, up to now, you've been an admirable neighbor, Mr. Just Cameron. a moment. I... Just a moment, please. 
The other two men. Did you get a good look at them? I did not. No. Oh, uh, they, they were so intoxicated that their hats were tipped down over uh, their eyes. Uh, as I say, up, up to now, you have been qu- uh, well, quiet. Wait a minute. Think, think, Mr. Nielsen. This is very important. Didn't you notice anything about the other two men? I wasn't at all interested in them. Oh, I know you weren't interested, but you must have noticed something. Please try to remember. This isn't what you thought it was. I, I, I wasn't home. But unless I'm very wrong, the young fellow you saw, whom you thought was intoxicated, had just been shot by one of the other men. Why? Yes. Think hard, Mr. Neal. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my goodness. I, uh, well, I, I hardly know what to say. I had a picture the two men. You say you couldn't see their faces. All right, how about their size? Or oh, their clothes? Uh, their the, the size, their clothes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, their clothes. Well, well, let me see now. Yes, yes. It, it seems to me I, I did notice something. You did? What? Well, well, now, let me see now. What was it? I. It, it was something unusual. I, I know it was, but I... Well, I just can't seem to remember now. Now, what was it? I... No, now, Tensely, almost prayerfully, Clark Kent and Batman lean forward, as if striving by their wills to make Mr. Nielsen remember. We'll return in a moment for the climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, the other day, one of the gang told me that he always used to wish there were more games that fellows and girls could play together. That's one reason he's so excited about that new second series of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Because girls and fellas get a great kick out of collecting these brilliant, gleaming buttons and wearing them pinned on their jacket or dress or cap. And, of course, there's the fun of exchanging duplicates to add a new comic strip character to your collection. What's more, both fellas and girls in the gang say these comic buttons are just about the smartest-looking things they ever saw. Full, bright colors on a clear, white-enameled metal button with the pictures of your funny-sheet favorites standing out like anything. Take that button with Superman on, for instance. Boy, there's our honey. He looks so real he could speak. And as for collecting all 18 buttons in this new second series, why, that's just as easy for girls as it is for boys. And you can't buy them, you know. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. The only way you can get these comic buttons is the easy way, as prizes in packages of Kellogg's Pep. Ask Mom to get you some P-E-P Pep, the sunshine cereal. Made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. Mr. Nielsen, Clark Kent's neighbor, saw Candy Myers being carried from Kent's apartment earlier that night. Now in the corridor outside Kent's door, the man who is really Superman and his friend Batman wait breathlessly as Mr. Nielsen says, I noticed something unusual about one of the two men who was carrying your friend, Mr. Kent. Yes. But, uh, I can't seem to remember now. Or, uh, uh, wait now. Yes, yes, I do remember. What? But, what? One of them was wearing uh, brown leggings, or, or rather, puttees. Brown puttees. Yes, yes. Did you notice anything else? Why? Why? No, I, I can't say that I did. Uh, uh, Clark, come in here. Just a moment, Bruce. Uh, come now, in here, I said. Uh, thanks, Mr. Nielsen. Uh, uh, you're quite welcome, sir, but uh, I do wish you'd tell me uh, that... What's the idea of dragging me away? He, he might have remembered something else. He told us all he knew. And it might be enough. What do you mean? He just mentioned a, a pair of brown puttees. Now think. Who wears puttees in Metropolis? Oh, I don't know. Chauffeurs. Right. The drivers of the two big taxi cab fleets wear them. Huh? One of those lads who took Candy away was a cab driver. Oh, now, wait a minute. Just because he wore puttees doesn't prove he's a cab driver. Private chauffeurs sometimes wear them, too. The fellow was a cab driver. He had to be. Why? Now, listen. Candy, Lois Lane, and I hatched the gag of planting the $20,000 in your apartment while we were in a taxi. Now, go ahead. Keep talking. Well, that was yesterday afternoon. And we planned the whole deal in a cab. So? We were pretty hilarious about it. And the driver couldn't help overhearing us. Evidently, he saw a chance to get hold of the money. Well, that's no evidence, Bruce. Someone else might have overheard you. Not a cab driver. What about those actors who were in on the gag? Mrs. Uh, Walsh and the actors I hired. The petits say my hunch is right. Oh, I only could remember exactly what this fellow looked like. Yeah, I remember he had carroty hair. 
I think he had one of those eyebrow mustaches. Lois might remember him. Good no, idea. Look, look, look. Let's pick her up and get down to headquarters. They have a photograph of every cab driver in the city. Yeah. We ought to be able to find our man. Well, look, there's no sense in both of us covering the same ground. You take that end, Bruce. I'm going to talk to Inspector Henderson and then check on all the actors who are in on the joke. Okay. I'll call Lois from headquarters. Uh, see you later, Clark. Right. Uh, hello, in- Inspector Henderson, please. This is Clark Kent. Yes, Kent of the Daily Planet. Look, I don't care if he has gone home. I know you have a private wire to him, and I've got to talk to him. Desperately, Clark Kent and Batman begin their search for Candy Myers. What has happened to Candy? Monday's episode is full of drama and exciting action, gang, as Superman and Batman battle against desperate odds. So don't miss the smashing climax of our story. The story which began as a joke and developed into grim reality. Tune in, same time, same station, for the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications. Say, if you want your dog to give you the glad eye, try giving him Kellogg's Grow Pup Dog Food at mealtime. There's a dog food that's as good as they come. It's got a swell, meaty flavor that goes over big with most dogs. And there are three kinds of Grow Pup. There's Grow Pup Ribbon, Grow Pup Meal, and Grow Pup Pellet. All good for your dog. Grow Pup has vitamins and minerals, helps build strong muscles and teeth and bones. Just tell that to Mother, and I'm sure she'll want your dog to feed on Kellogg's Grow Pup every day. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.